0: Everybody stop what you're doing, please!
1: When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G.
0: Where's the hammer?
1: From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it, and Eric is here to guide the way. Is it on the—go up on the other floor! Somebody go up there and stop the hammering! All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio.
0: These are the wrong plans, these are the old plans. Oh. Welcome to Stop it.
1: Stop Around it. the House with Eric G.
0: Welcome to Around the House Eric G. This is where we talk home improvement typically every weekend, but this is our Pro Insider Podcast. This is for all the pros out there, maybe you're a contractor, Maybe you're a lumberyard owner, manager, employee. Maybe you're an interior designer. Maybe you work in the retail, in the construction industry. This is for you. This is for all of you insiders out there. And today I wanted to talk about a hot subject that seems to um, really run companies in circles if you're not careful. I want to talk about today being the best boss you can be, being a good leader, First off, before we talk about the different kinds, this really is easy. And it comes down to actually you as a person caring about the success of the people underneath you. Actually giving a crap about what they're doing. Hoping they succeed. Teaching them to succeed. And this is where I think it gets tough cuz there's a lot of people that go oh yeah i care about them that's it's great I, I really hope that they're doing well no 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 that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is a few you know big deals one making sure that you are connected with them enough to know what's going on in their world as a boss as a leader you are the captain of the ship, of your ship, or the whole ship, of culture within that company. And culture is one of those things that you got to be really careful with. Here's why. If you have five people that work underneath you, and you have three that are really hard workers, and you have two that are lazy and barely getting the job done, and you celebrate those ones that are barely getting the job done and not working to make them find their their passion to get the job done, then you've got a really big culture problem that's going to develop. Because those people that are busting their ass out there are having a hard time looking over going, Wow, that guy's not doing anything. And he just got a raise. Why am I putting in my extra 20 hours a week to get this job done? It's a morale buster. So, first off, I wanna I want you as an employer boss leader to have some basic understanding of what's going on in these people's world. Maybe that person's going through divorce. Maybe they're having a hard time. Maybe they just as kids didn't learn how to work hard and they think they're working hard. They need to be pushed a little bit or they need to be off the team. So really paying attention to company culture is one of those things that you really got to focus on. And it comes down to you as the leader, Now, one of the biggest things that I think that you've got to really pay attention to is communication on how they're doing. I love quarterly sit-downs when I'm an employee. Maybe less formal. Maybe you go out to lunch with them. Maybe you just grab and go, hey, can I get 10 minutes with you? And have some quick communication. If you want to do the structured meetings where, okay, it is time to sit down for your quarterly meeting, I get it. The problem is is that you now have your entire staff rolled up about, oh, no, it's quarterly meeting time. Am I going to get, am I? you know, what's what's the ramification of that? But what I'm trying to promote is to have a really good communication between you and the people underneath you. I want you to understand where they're going, what their struggles are, what their dreams are, And if, to be honest, are they a good fit for what your goals are as a company? Maybe they're not. Maybe you need to help them find something else. Maybe they need a little coaching to be better. Now, one of the things, these are some of the, what I call the the traps that as a boss, you can fall into that you got to be very careful with. First off, don't be that boss don't be that leader that is so insecure that you are crushing the people underneath you because they're a threat to your job. That is a just that is a quick road to ruin as a leader right there. The more you can train the people that work under your umbrella to do your job and understand where they're going, the less... Micromanaging direction they need because they will have the tools to make those good decisions. And that looks great on you as a leader. So, just having them have the tools to do what they need to do without ha- being fearful of asking a thousand questions is a good start to get that going. Second of all, I want you to have them not afraid to come ask you questions that are important. It's okay to turn around and go, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's a decision you didn't have to come ask me. How do we fix that? Really training people within your umbrella to figure out where those things are. Where are those things that they can keep moving in their day and not have to stop to go, oh, better go ask the boss. You want those people to take a little bit of risk to get things done. And you know something? They're going to make mistakes. They're going to go, You're gonna. there's going to be times that you go, oh, man, you should have came and talked to me. But there's times that you're sitting there going, man, I'm in the middle of something, you're in the middle of something, and you should have just handled this and got it taken care of. Defining those roles is huge. But really, getting to understand your people, what the, the metrics are between those people and how they work, and quite frankly, helping promote... The good ones and weeding out the toxic ones, you're on the road to having a solid team. It's really that simple. However, if you do this incorrectly and you have a toxic work environment where people are fighting within each other, that toxic person that's usually creating that toxic environment, which even could be you, if that it continues. That's when you see turnover going. If you're in a company right now that you're a leader in and you have a turnover problem, I'm talking to you. Is it that you don't have enough benefits? Or you're not, are you not uh, competitive? Are you the entry place into the market so people can say that they now have experience and they're moving on? If you've got a high turnover rate in your business take a look and see why that is. Maybe you're paying 20% less than somebody else or most of everybody else. So make sure you spend that time and figure out in the marketplace, if you have that, is it a toxic work environment? Where are you at? First off, I was working helping out a family-run company. And we're not naming names here because that's not the point of this. Now, here's the thing. I work for this family-run company nice people. But it was so incredibly toxic within the family members of this that it made for an impossible work environment to get things done. You had family members asking you not to go talk to other family members that were leadership in the company. Oh, don't tell person A that we're doing this. Don't tell person B that we're doing this. And it created such a mess that you could tell that this company was going to hit this glass ceiling because there was no way for them to grow effectively because they didn't have the leadership in place. And that's what you got to be careful with, especially with multi-generational family-run companies. It can be so toxic inside of it that the turnover gets crazy. Now, it's not saying that they're not good people. But that company is just not set up to be a good place for people to work long-term. That's one of them. Two of them, the second one here, I worked for an international company. They had different cultures, different continents. And when you have people in a company that run and own it, that are generally from That are used to working with third world country employees. Borderline slave labor in the eyes of many. They have no idea how to communicate to an American worker. It was shocking the things that were happening. And these are things that I really want you to be careful with. You've got a pendulum swing that can change a company, it can crash a company. So that's what you got to be careful with, with all of that, because it can be an absolute nightmare when this crashes and burns. So pay attention as a leader to your company culture. Are your people happy? Are you paying them on time? Maybe you've got a bunch of independents out there. That was one thing that when I was building my companies over the years that I had maybe some businesses I worked with, I tried my best to get that check out at the earliest day I could because I know that many of these people were looking for that check, and I had an open communication with them to make sure that they understood where things were going, that if they were in a bind, that they came to me and we communicated it. So really, this message in today's Pro Insider is really pay attention as a leader to what's going around you. Be the best boss you can be. But the first step in my eyes is caring about each one of those people you're managing, their success. And maybe that success isn't with your company, and maybe it is. But trying to define that and help them figure it out and communicate with that. Get that message to them and make sure they're getting their message to you. You're starting to head down the road to success. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week. Happy Thursday. we got a great show ahead this weekend. We're going to be talking outdoor decking and uh, some deck safety. We're going to be talking with moisture shield decking, and then we'll be talking about my top 10 electrical mistakes that homeowners make inside your home. All that and more on Saturdays Around the House There, Eric G. Have a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening to Around
1: the House. Around the House with Eric G. Is produced by, designed by Eric G. In association with Salem Media. And distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House.